JSN Board Wrestling Fan Radio episode number 149 is on the air! And literally, we're actually on the air this week, <laughs> unlike last week. Uh, but our guest did have to reschedule, so no Gregory Iron again. That was, uh... He was telling me, yeah, we'll, we'll do next week! But five minutes earlier, he posted a show uh, that he's doing in Mississauga, Ontario. And uh, that was starting, you know, right now. <laughs> so it's like, uh, so are you calling us from the Pride show? He's like, uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> well, work he'll, make more, yeah, he'll make more money at the Pride show. It certainly will. Because <laughs> we no, are work, paying work, work comes first. That's his job. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No complaining, guys. Exactly. Oh, no, we're not complaining. I'm just, uh, you know, pointing out pointing out to our listeners that uh, our guest had to reschedule again, and we're still working on getting that uh, time set up. And, and I'm for- pointing out to the listeners, no complaining, guys. Exactly. And we're, for- we're a podcast about wrestling. God forbid our guest wrestles. For, 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 <laughs> for those... So, did anyone... Uh, did anyone... Uh, Hello? Hello? Is anybody here? Oh, okay. Well, I've been trying to say something. Uh, for for those who, who were watching the NFL in Wembley Stadium this morning, th- that was Mark Noyce who scored both the touchdowns for Detroit, and he kicked the winning, winning field goal as time expired. Oh, no wonder I'm so tired today. Good <laughs> round of sports ball. And, and, and I have maggots on my in my scrotum. Oh, that sounds great. Uh-huh. For those who don't know, I went and saw the Book of Mormon last night. I was going to say, I I was assuming that was a Book of Mormon reference. Uh, All I can say is, if it comes to your town, shell down the money. It's worth it. It's worth every penny. Okay. Well, I'll think about that if it comes to my town. I've been wanting to see it because, obviously, the guys who wrote it are the South Park guys. Yes, and the thing is, if you think you just... You you don't think you think okay you think okay they did the puppet movie you know they did Team America World Police you don't think they could do anything you know they could really top that they they topped it <laughs> you know it's, I I can just definitely say that it was just just go see it it's, it's it, it we la- it was a, you laughed the whole time you watched it and just it was great and it it doesn't and it doesn't really really mock. It it was mocking, but not really not really mocking. It was mocking Mormon be it Mormonism, but not making Mormonism look terrible. But, you know, it was just basically just joke, joke, joke. It was it was, it was very. I had a wonderful time. Good, glad to hear. <laughs> I dressed up as Alice Cooper and had a Halloween party. No, really. Well, you know that. Alice Cooper? You know that, but the listeners don't. I'm not just talking to you guys. Well, well, you, you, well you've been making, I, like, for some reason, you're like, you were going all week, oh, I bet you no one can guess what I'm going to, what I'm dressing up as, and it's like, this fucker, this fucker has sucked Alice Cooper's dick so many times, he's probably dressing up as Alice Cooper. <laughs> With a slash wig. <laughs> yeah, well. Now, you know what was throwing people off was the top hat. Yeah. What, so are you, like, dead slash? Like, 
are you fucking serious? <laughs> no. Uh-oh, G disappeared. Yeah, G just sent me a message. He'll be back. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have I have Maven fans picks for the pay-per-view and it, and, it, and I haven't clicked on them yet, but it's called entitled Hell in Josina's House. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> so yeah. You, you, nobody still knows what, what Joe's gonna be in for the PWF. One I do <laughs> I know what Joe I know what Joe's gonna be, I know what what G's gonna be, I know what Mark's gonna be. And that's all I'm saying because I'm not saying any of the other characters because I'm not spoiling anything. Sounds interesting. <laughs> this is either going to be the, the the greatest thing I've ever created or probably my usual letdown and be just a terrible mediocre thing that I put <laughs> I just put together from bad, bad, bad thoughts in my head. Oh, and by the way, how much swearing can I actually do in the articles? However much you want. Okay, cool, because there's some F-bombs in it. Okay. Let's just say, okay, I will spoil it one thing. The Sheik may or may not appear in this. <laughs> but, so, is it just you and me, or is Mark here? I think Mark's still here. Bomb, you can have as many as you want. Well, I know, we'll see, the thing is, Mark, originally back when we first started, Joe was like, um, you can have a couple, but you don't want it too much, but... Yeah, and George started and wouldn't clean up his language. Well, no, no, he, no, this was before we were podcasting, it was, was like when we were doing the articles, he's like, you can't have too much swearing in it, so I just didn't, you know, but I just wanted to make sure everything all, now that everything's all okay, so I'll just make sure... I'm not, it, there's not a whole lot, I just wanted to make sure that it was okay, I had a few F-bombs in there. Fine with me. No, George actually watched his language the first time he was on, and I. But it was like, okay, I could see him struggling. So it's like, all right, we're gonna change it. Fuck okay. It. Okay, so I see he's he's got the um break song this week, so there there is no break song. <laughs> we'll come up with something. Well, no, I got I got something, so you don't have okay. to worry. Okay, good. Unless you, unless you have anything some something special, I just because because the pay per views tonight. But other than that, I I do have some. I, I I've got one ready. So if you need, nope, I didn't think of anything. I'm gonna be watching the pay per view on my phone on the way to work tonight. George isn't coming. So. <laughs> You know the funny thing is, is there's no there's no Simpsons on tonight, but I'll probably still have it on the tablet. Uh, you know the excuse me. You know the funny thing is, is you can get this in HD. I can get this in H. Oh, excuse me, stupid beer, stupid beer, and stupid nachos. Um, um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, um, it, I have the HD TV, <laughs> and I can't even watch the pay per views, the like, updated pay per views in, in HD. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I've got um, yeah, I've gotten to um, Halloween Havoc '96. I, I I watched about half of it this morning before I flicked on the NFL game before I forgot that there was an NFL game on. Yeah, I you forgot poor, that was on. Poor bastard. Hey, there's G. He's back. You know, it, it's funny. It's funny. You know, they were. It is funny. It is very funny. They were going as how popular the NWO was getting. They were doing kind of like what they did to Steve Austin when they were trying to do the heel thing with him. 
they were like trying to basically like I'm at the point where they were basically Hogan and the rest of the NWO were like basically beating the crap out of Elizabeth making it like you know spousal abuse and it's like they're like you gotta boo these guys you gotta boo these guys and they're like they're like more over than like anybody else on the roster because <laughs> I remember I watched that um, segment where he's filming they, they filmed at the Three Ninjas movie and it's like I'm watching like what the fuck this shit's creepy you know he's like he's you know he's just he's degrading Elizabeth and it's like man like I'm not liking this too much but then again too I, I did watch my favorite episode of all time out of either program this week NWO Nitro where they took over <laughs> it was pretty that was pretty fun that was a pretty fun episode to watch because I remember watching it live and here, now here I am 20 years later watching it again it's like <sighs> suffering through that shit before and I finally got to see the one episode I wanted to see I'm just glancing through the notes here and I see uh, I'm looking at the Iron Sheik tweets and the first Sheik tweet is yeah. at uh, is uh, the at Geno Smith 7 you worse than the fucking Mexican dog shit lowlife taco tits Mark Sanchez watch your fucking back and the headline How did that fit into a character <laughs> There's a breaking news story on NFL.com that says Jets bench Geno Smith. Yeah. Michael yeah. Vick in at quarterback versus the Bills after Smith throws three interceptions in the first quarter. Yeah, the Bills are the Bills are kicking their ass, too. It's up yeah. 27 right now. Who doesn't kick the Jets' ass? Besides the, the Raiders. Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> they had one win this year, but then again, they barely beat the Raiders. It was like 19-14, to 14, so yeah. that could have went either way. Yeah. Uh. Uh, so, that's so, what happens yeah. when we talk football awkward because two of us don't care. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. So did anybody uh, actually? Did anybody actually guess your costume, Joe, before the party? Uh, no, just you. I win. Yeah, just she you. wins. Well, JT says he knew. I, I figured uh, probably. I figured you were probably going to dress up as. As Alice Cooper, because I, I didn't, I, I'm not, I know it's, not, I know it sounds stupid for me saying this, but I'm like, he's probably dressing up, but like, is like, because you're, you're kind of making it as like a hit, you're a wrestler, but you weren't in this and that, and I'm like, he's probably just gonna dress up as like Alice Cooper or something. When you started saying Hall of Fame and shit like that, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Alice just Cooper like made my mom think I was gonna become a transvestite Satanist. <laughs> it was the best fun. album covers. <laughs> It was like it was. I, I think that first clue, like uh, the clues were, uh, it's it's somebody you can see on the WWE network. Um, I keep forgetting what the clues were. <laughs> uh, the second clue was that the first clue was designed to throw people off, and I think people were just hung up on that first clue because I was getting messages like, "Oh, you're gonna be Triple H?" Like, no. <laughs> oh, you're gonna be the, the Rock? Like, no. And then I then I kind of gave that clue like, okay, it's. Uh, somebody who's been in feature films and people started like then people started drifting away from wrestlers and I was getting like oh you're gonna be Shaquille O'Neal like uh, dude I am far too white and small to be Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> exactly <laughs> and then I gave the Hall of Famer clue and the and the other clue was that it was you know that doesn't mean what you think it does and then I got people like Oh, okay. And I had one guy on Twitter. He said, you're going to be Gene Simmons. 
I said, dude, you have no idea how how close you are. Like, you are so on the right path. And um, then he said, Cindy Lauper. <laughs> 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 and that was his and last guess. Straight away from that path. And, and G finally ends up messaging me, and he says, okay, so it's obviously not a wrestler. <laughs> and he says, is it a musician? Yeah, it's a musician. He, I said, you know what? If you go on, if you go on Twitter, somebody was close. And he looks and he says, "Okay, you're gonna be Alice Cooper." Yep, that's it. I'm just surprised. That I've known you this many years. This is the first time. How, how much? And I know how much you love you love love Alice Cooper. It's the first time I've ever known you going him going as him. Well, you uh, know, the best part was I didn't even get confirmation it was a musician. I just went to his his Twitter and read the comment. Yeah, and I said, "So it's a musician, huh?" Saw that right path response, Alice well, Cooper. I didn't see the Twitter. You know, I'm I didn't I don't see all the tweets. His the tweets you guys do sometimes. So I, you know, I'm barely on Twitter, man. I didn't. Yeah. I I only looked because uh, Joe. He just mentioned somebody on Twitter almost got it, and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, then there's yeah. probably a clue there, and I'll figure this out on my first real guess. The funny thing, though, was that all of his clues almost had another answer. The problem is the 1998 match between uh, Steiner and Chucky isn't on the network yet. And so I I thought it was that for a second, and then I realized, oh, wait, that's not on the network. So, no, that answer doesn't count. And then I figured it out. So I technically got it on my first guess after trolling him the night before. Right, Fred Hall? (laughs) Somebody did guess Brett. I think it was Cooley. Probably guessed Brett Hall. <laughs> he might have. I don't know. I, 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 I just did. put it on there because I, I assumed Cooley would say, say it. I wanted to beat him to the punch. <laughs> That's how you All win, right. folks. You beat people to the punch. But, so, special abuse. Ray Rice. Yeah. What's going on in the NFL with uh, the stuff that's actually of interest of late? Because uh, the WWE had a response to uh, Ray Rice this week. I don't think anything happened with it. I think he's he's just trying to get reinstated, and I don't know if he's they've they've really done anything with it. I think they're I think they're for right now. I don't think we have to worry anything about Ray Rice because he's the NFL won't put him back at this point. If he comes back, it'll be earliest next year. He won't. I don't think he's gonna. They're with with everything going on this year. They're not gonna put him back in the NFL this year. That's the bottom line. Okay. The funny thing is the, uh, the the WWE changed their policies this week. It's basically like anything related to criminal activity it will not be tolerated, like absolute no tolerance policy. So that means, you know, another famous uh, wrestler about well, just over 10 years ago would have potentially been banned from the WWE at, almost at the height of his success. What? What? Everyone knows. <laughs> what? I was back then. I was doing one of those, uh, uh, you know, like the the, the role playing wrestling on the message boards, and uh, one of my moves was called the wife beater. It was a stone cold stunner. <laughs> <laughs> These flowers are brought to you. Wait, what were you going to say, Mark? Was he actually officially charged, or was it one of those things everyone knew about? Yeah, that one wasn't kept secret at all. It was actually really well known. Yeah. M-O-O-N, that spells my ex-wife getting beat by Stone Cold. (laughs) 
proflowers.com. What? It's get in you, the phone book. Get your, alpha, get your alpha brain. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because I, like, I not only did I shave for my costume, but I also cut my hair yesterday. And I was just standing in my kitchen, and my mother-in-law comes in the kitchen. She says, oh, I thought you were Joe. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I am Joe. She says, what happened to your hair? <laughs> Well, it's funny you you wear that you wear that um you wear the slash the slash wig and I have the exact same one in my house and I I wore that for Halloween a couple of years ago and two months later I'm at the same same place partying with the same people for New Year's and I was like yeah hey what's going on I remember you from the Halloween party they're like no I you don't remember you I'm like yeah you do yeah you you don't remember me I was slash they're like. Oh, because like the, the the slash wig I have completely covers the face, and I was wearing sunglasses too. So I <laughs> like you really couldn't. <laughs> only people who knew me knew who I was. <laughs> yeah, I like I I shaved my head, and I shaved my face, and I I like this is the first time I've had no facial hair since like I could grow facial hair. So you know it's. It, like I barely recognize me in the mirror, but it was just funny. I'm standing in the kitchen, like, okay, I gotta eat something before the show, but all we have is cake. <laughs> that's not a problem. That's a solution. <laughs> that is a solution. That's what I ended up having. But like my mother-in-law didn't recognize me. <laughs> but that's I'm also just now imagining you dressed as Alice Cooper, stuffing your face with cake. <laughs> The funny thing is, I didn't have any cake until after I took the the wig and the makeup, makeup and all that shit off. Nah. It's hard to get that makeup off, man. My wife's like, I'm like, how do I get this shit off? I'm like trying to wash with like soap and water, and she's like, here's some face wash, okay? And it's like these little yeah, granules. Usually get that straight off. There's like these little granules <laughs> in this face a face wash that's like you know supposed to be like exfoliating, but that shit got in my eye, man. That hurt. <laughs> you're, not su- you're not supposed to put that in your eye, dude. I wasn't trying to put it in my eye. It just kind of got in there when I was trying to get this makeup off my face. And I ended up getting it off, so it's good. <laughs> uh, but now I'm not shaving again until spring. So, you know. <laughs> uh, anybody watch wrestling this week? Uh, yep. Yeah, I did. I already oh. told you what I watched. Yeah, I know yeah, what you don't. watched. We heard. <laughs> I watched six pack arrive in the in the WCW. Yeah, we we heard it's cool. Did you watch anything new this week at all, Joe? I watched Raw. I uh, I don't remember any of it, and of course I watched NXT. But I, I I don't remember anything from Raw. The main thing I remember from Raw is the Foley segment. That's right, Mick Foley was on Raw. I mean, I just finished watching SmackDown, as I said, and at the end they replayed Seth posing on top of the cage and I think I don't remember that happening <laughs> I vaguely after remember he, that happening after he laid everyone out he climbed to the top of the cage and that's right because he hit around a little he hit Orton with the uh, curb stomp yeah I remember that but not the cage <laughs> he did that right at the very end of the show I remember yeah. was telecasting more or less what's going to happen tonight unfortunately with that one but oh well so basically uh Orton and Seth will probably have a three-way program coming out of this with Ambrose is what I'm thinking. Cena, Brock Lesnar, part 12. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's, it is what it is. 
Um, I don't think I'm wrong on this. I guess when we get to the predictions, maybe I'll change my mind before the show starts. But it, it seems like it's kind of obvious. That's because they're, they're got to spin the programs coming out of this. We know the number one contender is coming out of the Orton and the uh, the Cena match, but the problem is that curb stomp. If that curb stomp hadn't have happened, it would be a believability factor that Orton might actually have a, a match with with Lesnar. But if, if if they go any other route, then what the fuck was the point of the curb stomp? That's still the most ass-backwards booking ever that Cena lost his way into a number one contender's match. Yeah, that's, what, that's yeah. exactly what I was about to say. That's just... Okay, let's see. This guy lost a match, and now his match is for the number one contenders instead of the guy who won the match against the guy with the money in the bank contract. Uh, I'm tired of Cena Orton, and I'm tired of Cena Lesnar. I'm just like, I'm about to go start watching all the old Nitros and all the old WCW pay-per-views. You don't regret You won't regret it. I will. M-O-O-N, that spells regret it. The old WCW pay-per-views, the uh, the undercards are good. Yeah, I know. That I, that's all. what I remember. That, that, that's, that, that's what I do remember. I, I know. I know. Like I say, well, I've said this before. I'll say it again. That by the end of '96, when the end of Nitro made me feel better than than the end of the pay-per-view, y- you knew something. The, the, the days they they weren't gonna last. That's right. And after after that, it was like watch the first hour and then turn the fucking thing off. You just, you just, I, I, I just remember when, when, um, Ho- they did Hogan Piper, and it was just like the most bl- bland ending to a pay per view ever. And then like the next night, Tony Schiavone and Larry was like, "Oh my god, that was the greatest thing ever!" I'm like, you obviously weren't watching the same thing we were watching. <laughs> well, I think he was referring to the, the many, many dollar bills being shoved into his pocket while he was saying that. <laughs> and then eventually, they used the pay per views to hype up the shows. Yeah. Find out what happens next week or tomorrow or whenever. <laughs> yeah, they at one point they were not about making money on pay-per-views. They were about beating WWE in the ratings and they talked about that at length on the uh WWE Monday Night War <coughs> this past uh this past Tuesday night uh which was the Goldberg episode. Oh god, that was Oh, he still was a WCW guy. I I I got bored. Now I think it took me three sittings to watch. Like how how long was that? Fifty minutes. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I never really got into Goldberg. Partly because I wasn't watching WCW and I just saw all the hindsight stuff. But uh, I mean, I understand why he was over, and I get that. But I, I pff, whatever. He's, he's just a Rusev to me. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I I agree with you. And I watched WCW. But I think the only time. I think I actually gave two shit. I, I marked out a little bit for Goldberg was when he, they put it when he was U.S. champion. They they put him in the match against Hogan and he beat the shit out of Hogan in like two minutes. And like when he went and he, you know, got him right before he speared him and like the crowd just erupts. It was like okay, yes. And then like say after that it was kind of okay, whatever. Yeah, no, it's just. Like yeah, that's it. Like, but th- uh, th- they spent a whole like five minutes on this WWE uh, uh, network thing last night and their or, or this past week, and they even had Hogan like, yeah, it was my idea, but uh, people keep telling me it was a bad idea. 
and I don't know if it was a bad idea, but it might have been a bad idea. But we gave it away for free on Nitro instead of putting it on pay-per-view, and we could have made a ton of money. <laughs> like, yeah. That's been one of the criticisms. Well, you know something, brother? At that point, why well, I made so much money making the highest grossing movies ever, brother. I, I, I didn't really care about the pay-per-views, dude. One of the biggest criticisms of that series is it's basically WWE jizzing all over the place for about 50 minutes on why WCW sucked. Yeah. And that's what you get when you have winners telling the story. Yeah, yeah. History is written by the winners. Or as Homer Simpson would say, really? I thought it was written by losers. <laughs> And silence is written by nobody. Because <laughs> we're talking WCW, and I just don't have anything positive to say about uh, about that episode. <laughs> no, it was it, it's exactly it's exactly what Mark just said. It's WWE saying, "Hey, look what we didn't screw up." Yeah, no lights well on the negative. So, what what was positive that happened this week in wrestling? I thought there was some positive. I you you guys touched base on the Mick Foley segment, and that was pretty good. Yeah. I, and I liked the Paul Heyman segment a little bit until the end was kind of odd with uh, with Cena doing the potential finishing move on, on Heyman and then just deciding not to. But I kind of read into that as, as like the previous program where he kept taunting Cena to you know be the monster and all that. But it and they they certainly had the opportunity to explain it that way, but they they didn't. And I thought I thought that was kind of unfortunate because. It came across looking a little stupid. Well, they could have at least said Cena's so nice he's not going to cripple the old man after all. Yeah, yeah, at least play off their own history. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. About like a month. <laughs> but oh well. Yeah, if it's three weeks old, it's gone forever. How did you guys like the mannequin segment? I thought it was actually pretty decent. Yeah. I completely Wait, what? They used mannequins? Oh boy, I gotta go run and go watch oh, that. Yeah, Katie Vick like came this. back. <laughs> yeah, Dean Ambrose was doing some interesting things to a mannequin. <laughs> to say the least, though, JT. It's like, no. basically talking to him in the ring. and you know. So was it was it Kim Cattrall or was it um, oh. Christy Swanson? No, it was Seth Rollins. It's like no. I said, it was Seth Rollins' mannequin. If he actually takes a like a handsaw to Seth Rollins on Hell <laughs> in a Cell tonight, <laughs> then that segment will be completely worth it. It was good. I'm not saying it wasn't good. I'm just saying like he's not actually going to take a drill to Seth Rollins. Maybe but he, he did will. dream that he was sawing his testicles off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that it got a little weird in places. It got oh, very yeah. weird in some places. <laughs> He wanted to see how much test, uh, testicular fortitude he possesses. And then he got the tongs. And then, he told him, you come. Have, and then he said, you don't need to have kids anyway. And pile drive the mannequin, actually. <laughs> I, I'm not making this up. This is just exactly this, what happened. This is true. And then, of course, uh, the cruiserweight division cops came out with, uh, with Rollins. And, <laughs> and they died on the, SmackDown. <laughs> 
Uh, I don't know what I, he called them on Monday, though. I think he just keeps calling them the Cruiserweights, doesn't he? Yeah, I heard he beat him up on SmackDown. I didn't see SmackDown. I didn't have time. I, I had it on vaguely in the background. I mean, you know, my, my attention was vague. But, yeah, they, they had... Uh, they had some good matches on SmackDown, actually. There were some moments there. Yeah, there was um, Ziggler versus Cesaro, which was really well done. Yeah, I, I'm hoping and they give those guys a good, a good, you know, amount of time tonight. I think they probably won't, but could steal the show if they're given, like, 12, 15 minutes. Yeah, as I was watching the match, I found myself thinking, why isn't this on the pay-per-view? And then they said, well, let's make it two out of three at the pay-per-view, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one too, Mark. That should be a good match. Oh, and I think I think honestly, it, if you did see it, um, they probably pulled off the best representation of Damian Mizdow we've seen to date in the last oh. Matadors match. Yeah, where he's putting a figure four on one of the Matadors outside the ring as well. Yes, and that 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 was like perfect because. You have the two clones sort of thing going on. <laughs> I thought that was, that was a great, great visual. Here's an interesting question. Does Sandow deliberately mess up the figure four just to get it just how Miz does it? <laughs> no, brother. <I> so. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. He purposely messes this up because if you he's been watching the network and he saw how I used to put the figure <laughs> four on, on people, how terrible I messed it up, brother. That, that does sound pretty terrible. <laughs> Oh god, you should look at There was a period where Hogan was put the figure four. And thank you for bringing this up, Mark, because I meant to say this like weeks ago. He does it so terribly. He just like it's you can tell he has no clue how to put the figure four leg lock on. And he's just like he puts the leg behind his it's just terrible. Yeah, he doesn't like spin around to do it. He just <laughs> puts it on like, okay, you're in the figure four now. It's like brother. it's like when I was a kid, and my brother and I used to do it. We never actually did it. We just kind of like laid there. We were like <laughs> pretending we were doing the figure four leg lock on each other. Yeah, that, that's one of those things that really fucking hurts. It does. It really does. You should never put that on properly. <laughs> and turning around doesn't ease the pressure. It just makes everything worse. I was wrestling one of my cousins, and he, I had him in a figure four, and he turned it over, so I sat up, and I had him in a sharpshooter. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, that didn't quite work, did it? <sighs> Don't try this at home. Nope. Even though we show you videos of them as kids doing it at home. Yeah. <laughs> Bodies have been broken. How do you learn how to fall off a 20-foot ladder? <laughs> Jump, it'll be okay. <laughs> I used to jump off ten about seven foot shelves and I've never done any serious damage. Don't try this at home, but we'll show you Mick Foley jumping off his roof at home and <laughs> becoming WWE champion. <laughs> oh. Becky Lynch turned on Bailey on NXT. Oh yeah, that happened. How many shows of NXT did they tape at once? I mean, I've been watching every week for this Devitt debut, and it still hasn't happened. For what? I'm sorry. They 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 do uh, usually. I think it's about four to eight in like a week period Jesus. or something like that. 
Because they've started the new tapings, because, spoiler alert, Seth was there. Yeah, and Itami is just looking weaker and weaker each passing week. Uh, yeah, when uh, I heard about the debut of uh, of those guys, I ended up checking out the spoilers, because I knew I'd forget most of the results anyway. And they, they had a good six weeks in the can. So... That that's I I would imagine it's flexible based on the tour schedule and which guys from NXT they want to bring on the road with them because we know some of them are, are traveling with them right yeah so if they have, so if they have like a European or an Asian or Australian you know tour or something like that they probably tape less than when they're just running North America when they can easily get guys from like you know destination to destination on quick flights that would yeah. be my best guess I mean that makes sense right yeah. At least they presumably tape everything in order, so you do get a good idea of when something is. Yeah. They uh, well, you know, they're not uh, they're not TNA, so yeah, probably do. <laughs> Charles Barkley is trending on Twitter, on Facebook rather. <laughs> oh, he got out. <laughs> yeah, apparently so. Either that, or he's uh, speaking from your basement. I didn't give him access to my Wi-Fi. <laughs> He must have hacked into it. He's a smart cookie, that Barkley. <laughs> Never one to shy away from candid comments. Former Auburn Tiger and NBA Hall of Famer Charles Barkley told Philadelphia radio hosts, too many black people are caught up in a culture that's more concerned with street cred than intelligence. Yeah, well, that, would, that would be controversial, I'd imagine. <laughs> I'd say he's got a point, but I'm white, so I'm not allowed to comment on black people. Here, this is... This is where this came up. Speaking on the radio show Afternoons with Anthony Gargano and Rob Ellis, Barkley was asked his opinion on Seattle Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson, who uh, was the subject of an article detailing allegations that he wasn't, quote, black enough. <laughs> Barkley fired back. We as black people are never going to be successful, not because of you white people, but because of other black people. When you are black, you have to deal with so much crap in your life from other black people. Barkley, a native of Leeds, said African Americans are too concerned with street cred than true success, and that's holding the community back. For some reason, we are brainwashed to think, if you're not a thug or an idiot, you're not black enough. If you go to school, make good grades, speak intelligent, and don't break the law, you're not a good black person. It's a dirty, dark secret in the black community. There are a lot of black people who are unintelligent, who don't have success. It's best to knock a successful black person down because they're intelligent, they speak well, they do well in school, and they're successful. It's just typical BS that goes on when you're black, man. So, yeah, Charles Barkley in the news. Uh, good old yeah, no, uh, as for white guys, we can't comment on that. <laughs> it's true, but, you know... <laughs> But that, that that has been going on for quite some time. Yeah, it certainly has. Well, back to wrestling. Yes, back yeah. to wrestling. There's a pay-per-view tonight. And Joe, you have to play something before we start. Yes, I do. We all let's, have to mute ourselves. Let's, let's, let's click this here. So and... shut the fuck up, people. Yep. Make sure there's no ad. Okay. Here it comes. When the writing has gone straight to hell. And we remember, we have a steel cell that can only mean hell in a cell. 
an event so prestigious, our world champion said, Eh, I'll stay home and watch UFC. A pay-per-view so violent, only the most intense rivalries are on it. A show booked so well in advance, all the feuds have been built up forever. Making it the only fitting place to hold Cena vs. Orton 632. Why? Because fuck you, that's why. Featuring Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, John Cena, Dean Ambrose, Hijo Del Billy Gunn, Where's My Push, Dean Ambrose, CM Punk, Damian Sandimus, Dean Ambrose, Lobster Head, Too Many Lines, Vladimir Putin, Captain Insano, and introducing Dean fucking Ambrose. Hell in a Cell, October 26th. It's like we know your network subscription isn't up for renewal. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's true. If Healbook is one of your favorite wrestling projects, you can now be its patron. Click the logo or check the description for ridiculously complete information. Oh, it's from Healbook. That's why it's good. <laughs> It'd be nice to see Captain Insano on page. You know I'm only going to watch for you two, right? <laughs> They're only going to watch for Seth Ambr for Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Ah, uh, that was good. Oh, that was great. <laughs> El Hijo de Billy Gunn. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> That's funny. You know, I gotta, I, I'll gotta. probably put that in the article if I remember when I post this because that's actually, like, funny. <laughs> it, it's, it's funnier if you watch it, I think. Um, let's see. Yeah, they did a great job. That, that's why, you know, heel buck... Gotta give him a shout out. I think putting it in the article is a good idea. Absolutely. Well, they they were our uh, IWC content of the year last year, weren't they? Mm. I thought Hornby won two years in a row. No, nobody won two years in a row. I think Heelbook took it last year. Pretty sure it was Kayfabe News. Was it Kayfabe News? That's right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I got them confused with Kayfabe News. That's right. <laughs> Paul yeah. Heyman will be part of the WWE Hell in a Cell kickoff show tonight before the pay-per-view, and Damian Mizdow will host Miz TV. Hmm. And the Miz will be his guest on Miz TV. Oh boy! So we'll just so there go. Is no, there is no uh, pre-show match update. I guess that is essentially. Uh, an hour long, we'll have Heyman and we'll have Ms. TV. And Alex Riley, I'm sure, will make an appearance. <laughs> uh, we'll start at the bottom. He's wrestling again. He had a match. Yeah. We'll start at the bottom, work our way up like we usually do. Nikki Bella versus Brie Bella. We'll start with G. Oh, okay. Well, if you're starting with me, I'll get my list here and I got it. My current favorite here is Nikki Bob. Because if someone has to be a slave, it makes sense that the slave owner is a heel. Mm-hmm. How about you, JT? Oh, what's the what's the what's the match again? Sorry. Nikki Bella versus Brie Bella. Versus Mavid fan. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Um, I just don't give a fuck. I'm not. I'm not even gonna. I'm. I'm not even gonna make anything up. I'm gonna make a fuck. I'm not even give a fuck on that one. I'll just go straight to Maven fan. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, Elizabeth. Okay. Okay. Here we go. 
Vladimir Kozlov beats Lee Muller, and Lee Muller becomes an unwilling member of the RWO for a month. All righty then. Mark. Yeah, I'd say Nikki wins, but she went on SmackDown. But fuck it, Nikki wins. No one cares. The fans win because they get to have a nap. <laughs> yeah. I'm with G. I think if if there's going to be a uh, slave, it's, it, it would make sense for the heel to be the one in charge. And then after 30 days at the next pay-per-view at Survivor Series, Brie Bella will get her revenge. In Team Nikki versus Team Bree. I'm sure. Right. Woo. Yep. The Big Show versus Rusev. Which is basically they're building it up as like USA versus Russia. So I'm, I, I'm wondering if the European or the Canadian really care. So Mark. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't really give two fucks. Um, Rusev because Cena's gonna take that streak. All right, JT. Um, yeah, I'll do Rusev, and in the Helen Josina's house picks. Let's see. BWF Indie Wrestler of 2014, Mr. Marvelous Melvin Maximus beats Rusev. <laughs> All right, G. Yeah, of course it's Rusev. And by the way, if you want to make some good money, bet on Big Show because uh, the over-under in this match is hilarious. Really? Yeah, plus 1,000 Big Show, minus 2,000 Rusev. <laughs> I still can't believe people take real bets on a fake sport. Hey, man, people make bets in Vegas on, like, the most bizarre things, like the yeah, Academy they really Awards do. and shit <laughs> like that. So, Who does Joe have? Joe has Rusev because, as as it was pointed out, Cena's going to take that streak. and uh, but, uh, but if he's going for the world heavy, well, I guess he's got something... He's got to have something well, to do. He's got to do something at Survivor Series. Yeah, he's got to have something to do before uh, yeah, Lesnar. Rusev has to win the United States title first, I think. Before I really he... want that to happen. I think it's inevitable. I think that's the program coming out of here. Is, uh, Big Show and Mark Henry are going to have their storyline continue. They'll probably feud. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think almost all the feuds coming out of this are kind of obvious. No, uh, I might Mark be wrong. Henry's with know. Bo Dallas now. Who? Mark Henry's with Bo Dallas now. They set up a feud on SmackDown. Yeah, Apparently well, Bo won't... Dallas is four now. <laughs> I don't remember seeing Bo Dallas this week at all. Was, was he on the show at all? Yeah, he was on SmackDown. <clears throat> oh, he was I probably fast-forwarded tag, through that. I don't know. Tag match, a six-man tag match. I don't even remember it, and I watched that last <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, he reversed a World's Strongest Slam into a running Bo Dog. Oh, okay. I forgot he was on the show. I, I just I can't couldn't remember for the life of me seeing him on anything uh, in weeks. He's like the bunny. Like, what happened? He might be the bunny. <laughs> might as well I'm, be. The bunny I'm actually almost enjoying TV. him, but I really want them to stop showing him running in slow motion. It's not a good look. Because he's doing jiggles. He's jealous. <laughs> he's a pudding pop. Zerbert. If they're ah. going to fire Chris Hero because he jiggles, they can't show Bo Dallas running in slow motion. That's a tax write-off. <laughs> All right, well. Obscure IRS joke no one got. Yay! 
<laughs> but what, what what's the uh, the next nepotistic wrestler Get, keeping his job for being fat? Yeah. Honor card here. Well. Ah, uh, well, the WWE Tag Team titles are on the line as Goldust and Stardust defend against, oh, I don't know, the Usos. Oh, well, there you go. How did that happen? <sighs> Nepotism, huh? Weird. All right, G, who you got? Well, after that delightful main event segment with JBL, which I only tuned in on to uh, this morning because I heard how terrible it was and a god-awful man. Oh, JBL, you fool. So he, I think JBL wins this one, um, <laughs> out of sheer awfulness. Uh, th- this this one again. This is this is the Dust Brothers. Do some cocaine off the Usos, flabby asses, or whatever. One of those matches again. Hope for the Walking Dead's on during this one. <laughs> All right, JT. Uh, no title chance. And. Maven fan, let's see. G and Alice pinch cart chronically ill Jim Hardy and the ashes in the urn of Mike Hardy, the Hardy voice. Okay. Mark. Yeah, I'm hoping it's the Dustbusters so this feud can finally end. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I got the uh, golden stardust. Because why bother? <laughs> the WWE Divas title is on the line as AJ Lee defends against Total Divas cast member Paige. Mark. Um, no title change. I forget which one's which. <laughs> okay, JT. Wait, which one's on Total Divas? Paige is going to be on Total Divas. Then Paige is running. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Maven fan, let's see Maven fan. <laughs> Rebel beats Rebel beats Velvet Sky Page and Tori in a two weeks Iron Man match. There are five <laughs> pin falls in this match. Rebel pins King Kong Bundy in the first Monday, four AM. Brock Lesnar pins Edge on the first Tuesday at eight PM. John Cena pins John Cena pins his husband Joe Cena on Saturday, four PM. Rebel pins Paige on the second Tuesday at seven AM and Rebel pins the great Kali on Friday at three AM. That sounds like the best match ever. <laughs> All right, G. Yeah, AJ Lee for sure. Um it took me a moment to get out of the nightmare of the match I just heard about. <laughs> You're putting Cali in a, in a match for two weeks. <laughs> oh God, I I don't have enough knives to stick in my eyes. Joe. Ah, uh, I've got uh, yeah, I got AJ because you know total divas. <laughs> yeah, even though Stafford is denying it, that's bullshit. Yeah, the booking really doesn't go like that. <laughs> if the that was the case, they'd have a different match by now. The show has been on the air for three seasons. And to this day, nobody that's been on the show has won the Divas title. So, what, you know, Stephanie McMahon can come out and say all she wants that, oh, no, that's not true. Like, yeah, it's fucking true. Okay? Paige isn't winning the title anymore. Besides, Vince is above her. <laughs> yeah. 
Best two out of three falls intercontinental title match. Dolph Ziggler defends against Cesaro. G. I, I think uh, Ziggler will retain. And of course, we'll get three falls in total. But it should be a good match. And I hope this one opens the show, to be honest with you, so I don't have to uh, join the millions that flip over to The Walking Dead for the middle of the whole pay-per-view. <laughs> I know what JT's watching. Yeah, you know what I'm watching. Who's JT got in this match? Um, Pennywise be- defeats the Iron Patriot. Because that's who I have these two little action figure stuff right here. So that's who I'm. That's my picnic. That's my pick. And Maven fan says Adrian from Booker T throws Chris from Booker T to 31 tab- tables to retains the IC title. Nice. Good job, Booker T. Future Endeavor shirt. Make it. <laughs> Mark. Yeah, Ziggles. I gotta go Cesaro. Only because it's wishful thinking. <laughs> the United States title. Wow, that there, there's actually a U.S. title match. Wow. Hey, there's actually a U.S. champion. There is. It's Sheamus. He's defending against the Miz. Mark. And Damian Mizdow. I don't know how it happens, but he wins this. There'll be some kind of stupid twin magic thing where the ref won't notice that the Miz has suddenly grown a beard. (laughs) But yeah, um, Miz Dow wins. Miz wins, but via Miz Dow. JT. Yes, the same thing as Mark says. Miz wins via... And Maven Fan says Lex Luger straight out of the out of the Lex Express beats un-American JT Hogan to retain the U.S. title. All right, G. You know, that, this is one of the more interesting storylines because of because of Sandow. We know some point down the stretch, and it could be right after this pay per view. Those guys are going to feud with each other, but we also have this other element too, which is again, I think. Rusev is getting this title so one thought would be that Sheamus would win and Sandow would cost the Miz the match somehow and that would set up a feud and then you have a face and a heel for Rusev to fight and a strong face at that which could ultimately set up the Cena thing but that seems a little too early for my liking so I'm kind of going towards the Miz on this one and have Sandow represent them as a match and will cost him the title that way down the stretch. But I can see why they might go the other way. It just seems too early because we, I, again, sticking with all of my post interview predictions here and my logic is that it, we're going to see Cena Brock live or whatever the hell it is in uh, November. So I'm going with them as only based on that. And I actually thought this one out, as you can tell. No good. Which is my fault. I made that mistake. I got Robo-G on that. I was just about to ask if anybody else was getting a little Robo-G. It's not as bad as Robo-JT, but it's it's a little digitized. Oh, well. (laughs) All right. Well, I've got... uh, I don't know. I don't really care. 
Like make I, I don't care about the United States Championship. I don't care about Sheamus. I don't care about the Miz. The only thing I even will watch this match for is because Damian Mizdow is in it. Uh, he's going to be involved somehow, and so why the hell not? Let's put it on the Miz. Thanks to thanks to Mizdow. Why not? Who cares? I don't care. Uh, Hell in a Cell match: Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins. G. Ah, uh, it's gotta be Ambrose. Gotta be Ambrose. All right. They're they're, they're gonna fight for the briefcase in a ladder match story, something like that. Probably. All right, JT. Uh, yeah, Ambrose. I'll go Ambrose. I'll I'll, I'll side with G on this one. And Maven fa- Maven fan picks George beats Noice after the RWO runs in and his hand and hands George a base which he smashes over Noice's head. I don't just, think George would do that to a base. George, just before Noice gets his head smashed in with the base, he puts his arm. He puts his arm and does the wolf pa- wolf pack signal and shouts, "I still love you, George." <laughs> Also during the match, George hits the George bomb on Noyce through that through the cell onto the mat. George just covered Noyce's blood after the match. I think Mark would actually win the match because uh, George was pushed over the event. Mark. No, we met him, but he's not here, so he doesn't know. <laughs> exactly. Mark. Um I can see Ambrose winning then just going after something else for a month or two. And, well, Orton takes care of Rollins for just like a month or so. And then going back for the briefcase at TLC. What do you think Ambrose do for a month? I don't know. Watch watch horror movies in the back. (laughs) (laughs) But at least he justified it by saying, this guy's messed up, I'm going to take some lessons from him. But I don't know if they'll do a three-way feud. Who would Ambrose go after? And that's the thing. There's never really no one. That's right. That's the problem. But you, if you're right, you're right. But what a fucking waste. Yeah, it would be a waste, but I just don't see them doing a three-way, or at least one with Orton, where he has to share the spotlight. Guess we'll see what happens. I I'll take Dean Ambrose, just because that dude is like super fucking over, and it would be stupid if like make oh, him that's it. look He's not weak. Easily yeah. It'd be stupid if he lost. <laughs> It'd be stupid to make him look weak. So yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> they, they probably will. Okay, and in a number one contenders match, John Cena wrestles Randy Orton. Mark, now, you're you're convinced this will be the headliner, eh? Yeah, I will. I think so. Because an interesting tidbit about this is it's Cena's hundredth pay per view main event. Really? Yeah. I didn't it's hear anything about that. Wouldn't they advertise that as a big deal if it was a big deal? I don't know if they've even realized, but I was just looking around the um, Profite database, which lists basically every match ever. <laughs> I know it's and... the twenty-second time facing each other. And and second time also facing left each left. other in the in the cage. Mm, apparently, it's also seen as hundredth pay per view main event. Huh? But they didn't even mention that on the show, so no. I, I don't th- I don't think that's important. Mm. But it's interesting. 
I, in their storyline, I don't know that. Yeah, pl plus, it's the number one contenders match that ranks above a normal match to them. I mean, they've advertised yeah. it as a double main event, but Cena goes top. Cena always goes top. If it was a really a, a double main event, they'd both be facing each other respectively at the same time in the cage. And they made it sound like that could actually happen without that we're talking about it. War Games style with two matches on at the same time. They had a match like that in ECW on a pay-per-view <laughs> where there was two matches going on at once and then the winners were facing each other. I've heard about that, but not seen it. But I, I that actually I that, that actually happened. I think Justin Credible was involved in that uh, <laughs> somewhere, and uh, I can't think of who else. But uh, maybe the Sandman. I, I, I don't know. But <laughs> that actually happened in ECW. Uh, all right. Uh, but yeah, Cena wins. Okay. <laughs> JT. No fucks given here. <laughs> Um, because we know, we know, we know who's gonna win. I ain't gonna fucking. I'm not even gonna predict. It's just you know, it's you know, it's gonna be. You can't shoot me. Uh, there we go. The fans win because it's on last, so they can leave early and beat the traffic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and here's Maven fan. This is the longest one, so this one will take. It might take a minute. A giant, a giant video on the Tron saying Joe Cena returns tonight. Loud boos will be heard during this video. After the video. We will get an advert for Mountain Dew. After this worthless advert, we see six hooded figures on the stage. The first person to unhood is Bull Buchanan. The second is T T Tanaka. The third is the real man, real man's man, Stephen Regal. The fourth is man. Chuck Palumbo. Huh? He's a man. <laughs> the fifth is Bart Gunn, and the final person is Josie Nen in, in his new GI outfit. All six wrestlers put their their own arms in the air in a huge Y. <laughs> then they do a huge M with their arms, and then a C, and then finally an A. All six member danced. All six member danced towards the ring, and we get a small graphic calling this group the people of the village. <laughs> they are wrestling the quitter, Jamin Olavencia, Just Joe, Ryan Howe, Lucky Cannon, Eli Cottonwood, Lucky and Kevin Ken. Spears. The people lose. The people of the village lose this match because of Joe Cena. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> All right. Gee. <laughs> uh, how about CM Punk? Works He's for me. Match, right? Yeah, works for me. All right. CM Punk. Uh, All in. I, I win because I can stop wasting bandwidth on this by the time this fucking match comes on. Like, I refuse to watch any match between John Cena and Randy Orton. Uh, like, like I the last one I watched was, like, TLC last December. And we were sitting there watching this match, making fun of it, and, and how much it looked like Orton or how much it looked like Cena was going to blow Orton in the middle of the ring <laughs> that happens every match yeah so that, that's why they keep facing each other to just to hold each other close for another five minutes they just they just want to keep teasing the sexual tension between Orton and Cena <laughs> till one day until one day they have which they should have done they could have done it at Wrestlemania 30 Wrestlemania Triple X they, they could have just blown that feud <laughs> off <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, well. Whatever. 
Uh, I just don't give a goddamn crap who wins this fucking match. As long as Brock Lesnar destroys them at the Royal Rumble. Because I don't think he's coming back for Survivor Series. <laughs> there you go. Well, not from the sounds of it, they're facing each other in the elimination chamber anytime. Yeah. This is interesting. A little bit of breaking rumor news. So, as most of you guys have probably completely nowhere, although Mark makes, I know he goes to Reddit on occasion. There's this dude, or dude Ed, that goes by the handle, best fan forever, who periodically has been showing up every couple months, and uh, for whatever reason, claims to have worked with it every three weeks, and always seems to leak some information that turns out to be true. Yesterday I saw this, I didn't put it in the news because I'm still a little skeptical, but the record of Matt's Fan Forever is pretty solid. Yesterday, Matt's Fan Forever leaked that elimination chamber pay-per-view is no more. And today, Dave Matt's tournament. And also confirming the, the name change that Matt's Okay, Fan um, gee, gee, I gotta cut you off. You're getting no, too robo. That's you, okay, you're getting... I'll tell you what, let, let, let's take a break. And yeah, let's let G see if he can uh, get his tech issues taken yeah, care of. Yeah, you were getting, I couldn't, I couldn't hear. I wasn't hearing half of what you were saying. So and I, I know what, what story you were going towards, but I, I could, I could not hear half of what he yeah. was saying. Yeah, let's see if uh, if G can maybe get his tech issues resolved while we go to a break song. Okay. And uh, and I'll and send I, you the one that yeah. I. Yep. Do you want? Do you have one? Or, or do no, you no, want, no. I, I I didn't have anything planned. I was okay to see what you guys wanted to do so right. if you got something yeah, okay. I just sent you the link um, well I'm going back again this is another classic rap song from the 80s nice. um, it's by a, a, a band we, we we all love who, who doesn't love these guys um, it's Run DMC oh nice um, the song's called King of Rock oh yeah love this song <laughs> and it's from Vivo so there's probably an ad so bear with me for a second well, yeah but this, this is a shorter there. version so okay all right, here comes the ad, probably, maybe, I don't know. Waiting for it to load. Any second now! Things are working this week. They're just working slowly, apparently. <laughs> I wonder if it would be quicker for me to just pull it up on my computer, because I have this somewhere. Just do that. Yeah, just do that then. You got it on your computer. It's just the, the version you have is probably a little longer than the video version. The video version is 20 seconds shorter, so. Uh, that one. Yeah, I think I'll just do that because this video is taking forever to load. And run DMC. Almost there. So much music. Run DMC. What you were doing, King of Rock? Yeah, King of Rock. Okay, there it is. All right, here it is. I'm the King of Rock. There is none higher. Sucker MCs should call me sire. To burn my kingdom, you must choose fire. I won't stop rocking till I retire. Now we rocked up party and come correct. All cuts are on time and rhymes connect. Got the right to vote. Can't stand us, but give us respect. 
Michael Jackson. This is not dub. It's one death rapper. I know I can hang. I'm running run DMC. Like who for cooling the gang? Roll to the rock, rock to the road. DMC steps for devastated mic control. You can't touch me with a 10 foot pole. And I even made the devil sell me his soul.
Ah, nothing like a little run DMC. Alright, is G back? Uh, is anybody back? No. Nobody's back. Okay. We all we all decided to say fuck it. Yeah, nobody wanted I to. I don't care. Say fuck it. We're all it. pulling a George. <laughs> oh, it says he's online, so. Yeah. I was just trying to see if we could uh, find out if he got his uh, technical issues uh, worked out there. Yeah. We'll find out. <laughs> I'm sure. Ah. So we already read the uh, Geno Smith tweet, but uh, what else did the Iron Sheik have to say this week, JT? In the heat of the moment, please go fuck yourself. You deserve Ebola if you don't come to the Sheik Roast in New York City October 30th. I am fashion legend. Escobar have the good cocaine. Hashtag San Francisco versus KC. <laughs> and that's the World Series, not the, the Chiefs versus the 49ers. Obviously. <laughs> well, they, they do play this year, too. So uh, They've already played this year. <laughs> that, whatever. I know, I, know, I know they played each other. Here comes the honey boo-boo, that dumb bitch. Don Cheadle, the new generation O.J. Simpson. What movie better, Avengers 2 or Paula Dean Cheeseburger Tits, Scrambled Eggs, Dead Dog 4? <laughs> what movie, Men in Black 2 or Black Men Get White Women Pregnant 3? Hello, Genie Bus. Do you snort or smoke the cocaine? <laughs> McDonald's is 90, which means people shit their pants forever. Monica Lewinsky speak. It's my mission to end cyberbullying. What the fuck is this tuna tits talking about? <laughs> and watching... after that, good night, go fuck yourself. I was watching CNN the other day, and they were showing Monica Lewinsky, and she's talking at this, like, you know, conference for women under 30. And I'm like, what the fuck does this woman have to say to women under 30? Like, by the time I was your age, I already blew the president of the United States. Like, what the fuck? Who dug her out for fucking women under 30 conference? She 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 just need she just, you know, she's one of those that she had attention. Now she she had the taste of fame. It's gone. And she's for some reason has to get herself back out there. Uh-huh. I, you know, it's like, dude, you you were you blew. Yeah. It's like say you blew the president. That's it. That's your claim to fame. Uh-huh. Uh, well. Our news, of course, brought to you by AngryMarks.com, DailyWrestlingNews.com, and CheapHeat.com. And, of course, we're going to give shout-outs to Alice at RWR and to our boys at Booker T's, Booker T-E-E-S, BookerTees.com. Buy your T-shirts there. And Hornsby. Hornsby at Botchbot. Hornsby, Botchbot. Um, Mark, um, the rambling person. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah. Flowers.com. <laughs> oh, um, proflowers.com, son. Get it right. Swig a beer for the working man. <laughs> uh, and everybody else. <laughs> Just everybody in the existence of ever. Yes. Ever! Except John, <laughs> except John Cena and Randy Orton. Yeah, because we don't like them. Yeah. Shout out like to Randy Orton and uh, John Cena. <laughs> G's back. Still a little robotic, but not as bad. <laughs> I don't know why there's, uh, my internet's fine on my end, but I do notice when I'm trying to connect to you that it's laggy, so 
Huh. Probably our connection. I guess. I don't know. All right, well. The computer has Ebola. <laughs> I guess. Rest in peace, Ox Baker, who passed away at the age of 80. In his heyday, he was one of the most infamous villains in wrestling, as his heart punch was believed by most fans to have legitimately killed a man, Alberto Torres, even though it turned out he had a ruptured appendix. Uh, the legend of it made Baker a larger-than-life character who went on from pro wrestling to appear in movies like Escape from New York and Blood Circus. Our condolences, of course, to his fans, family, and friends worldwide. WWE's wellness policy has been updated and now includes no tolerance for any superstar who commits domestic violence, child abuse, or sexual assault. WWE has zero tolerance for matters involving domestic uh, domestic violence, child abuse, and sexual assault. Upon arrest for such misconduct, a WWE talent will be immediately suspended. Upon conviction for such misconduct, a WWE talent will be Im- immediately terminated. WWE's ability to find, suspend, or terminate a WWE talent will not be, however, limited or compromised in any manner in the event incontrovertible evidence such as illegal misconduct or of such illegal misconduct is presented to WWE. Section 9.13A of the WWE booking contract, commonly known as the Morals Clause, provides WWE with broad discretion and authority to act under such circumstances. So here's an interesting story. Cody Barbieri, you guys remember that name? Of course, I put this in the notes. Yeah, well, I know you did. (laughs) That is the employee that Alberto Del Rio slapped and got fired over. Uh, Well, he's no longer employed by WWE. They put a job posting online today seeking a new person for social media manager, and that was the position Barbieri had previously held in WWE. Uh, Sources say he left earlier this month. Hopefully that means he was forced to leave, but you never know. All right, well. Billy Jack Haynes is suing WWE for gross mistreatment of contracted wrestling talent. Go ahead and read that one while I look for WWE's rebuttal of this. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Billy Jack, 61-year-old grandson of resident William Albert Haynes III, is suing WWE in federal court for egregious mistreatment of its wrestlers for its own benefit, as well as concealment and denial of medical research and evidence concerning traumatic brain injuries suffered by the WWE wrestlers. According to a 42-page lawsuit filed Thursday, October 23rd in Portland, Portland's U.S. District Court. Okay, and WWE responded to this, and I'm pulling that up right now, so just bear with me one second while we get this going. Uh, WWE responded. Uh, they they released a statement. Billy Jack Haynes performed for WWE from 1986 to 1988. His filed lawsuit alleges that WWE concealed medical information and evidence on concussions during that time, which is impossible since the condition now known as chronic traumatic uh, Ah. encephalopathy, (laughs) CTE, had not even been discovered. WWE was well ahead of sports organizations in implementing concussion management procedures and policies as precautionary measures and as the science and research on this issue emerged. Current WWE procedures include impact testing for brain function, annual educational seminars, and the strict prohibition of deliberate and direct shots to the head. Additionally, WWE has committed significant funding for concussion research conducted by the Sports Legacy Institute, leaders in in concussion research, and WWE Executive Vice President Paul Levesque sits on SLI's board. So, there you go. There you go. 
I wasn't a fan of Billy Jack Haynes, so I'm not hearing it. Somebody asked me. Somebody asked me yesterday if that was going to be my costume. <laughs> I think it was Al Creed, actually. <laughs> For anyone who actually disputes or has a misconception of the other policy you read in the previous story, also issued a new statement about the domestic abuse policy. Hi, Ray Rice. How you doing? Happy birthday, Bill Brooks. We have watched and learned from what is unfolded in the NFL, and we felt it was important to establish a zero tolerance policy for domestic violence, sexual assault, and child abuse. We're in the midst of updating our employee code to reflect the same zero tolerance policy. So don't be even considering anything other than Ray Rice here, folks. The NHL is going through the exact same thing right now. Mm hmm. Those classy kings have to deal with a uh, classless fool. All of a sudden, G is not Robo JT, uh, not Robo G anymore. He's still on my end. I'm still. He was. He was. Sure, it's it's, yeah, know, it's in and out. You're, you're, he you're, was, you and then I, then he wasn't. So did yeah. you guys update your Skype this morning? Yeah, I op- updated mine yesterday. Actually, I don't know. No. I don't think I did. Okay. I, I didn't say. I didn't say I had an update. So. Yeah, I've not been told I have one. Yeah. Yeah, possible. Yeah, oh. never know. I can hear him fine now, so that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 Joe's right. Now you went to being fine. So. Yeah. That's, that's what I was saying. Is right at the tail end there, he was starting to sound better. So, <laughs> as he was oh, talking about the LA Kings. Listening in and interrupting G-, G when he tries to say something bad. Go to block the smart, the smart smark in the group. <laughs> Cesaro says he's sick of Cena versus Orton too. <laughs> it's a new era of guys. It's a new generation. It's a lot of fun to watch that because there are fresh matchups. I mean, I'm sick of seeing John Cena against Randy Orton for the 500th time. It's great that we have some new young guys that can come out and provide absolutely great matchups. And for the fans, there are fresh, exciting matches and things to watch. With Nickelodeon picking up the first run of WWE Slam City, there's talk of producing a second series, according to PWI Insider. Nick is owned by Viacom, which owns Spike TV, meaning that this is the first time a WWE product is airing on a Viacom channel since WWE left Spike years ago to go back to NBC Universal and the USA Network. Yeah, I got nothing. I didn't put that one in there. Nobody. Okay. If there's no if there's no link, you bark put it in there, so don't know. <laughs> Sorry, bud, but that's the way to know. <laughs> I um, always cite my sources. So uh, speaking of this next one, which I don't know if you guys heard about it. I have. It's fucking awesome. WWE.org, uh Western Women Entrepreneurs has issued a threat to the WWE. You may have heard about the WWE buying out WWE.net. Uh, a couple of weeks back, the owner was the same people. Now it's threat time, and I, I kind of read about this, and basically the guy is like, okay, I'm going to tie you up in court. Well, he he was basically saying, I could tie you up in court because I'll buy every WWE domain I possibly can and every variation of it so that you guys have to sue me every time, and it'll cost you millions of dollars. But, uh, yeah, and then the guy goes, but I'm not going to do that. He also pointed out something as well that you're missing was part of the threat. 
he noted how easy it was to download every single piece of content from their website as well. That's right. He was gonna he was gonna make clones of the website. Mm-hmm. And by the way, he's not he's not a Malaysian. <laughs> yeah, to make sure you you knew that. Yeah, he's in a statement. It's... Well, well, I have seen website rips before. He it is entirely possible to rip an entire website and rehost it. Yeah. Yep. The Undertaker now has a new role in WWE, player. <laughs> he was at the NXT tapings last night in Orlando as an advisor, helping out the young talent as they are training to be superstars. Uh, he'll be back from time to time as needed. Uh-huh. I was hoping it was going to be Teddy Long's replacement because you said player. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stephanie McMahon denies that a total Divas ban exi- title ban exists. Absolutely not. I honestly don't even know how that rumor got started. There is no policy. I think it would be awesome to have one of the Total Divas as our champion. I think it would drive interest in the storyline. I would never say never. Well, that is what they say. That's their slogan. Nine ninety nine. dollars I wonder if uh, the, uh, the season finale tonight is going to have more uh, viewers increase. Well, we're going to find out. I'm looking forward to, the, to finding out what happens there. As soon as the walking dead ends and the viewers chewing over. I'm just waiting for the Cleveland Browns season to be over, which it pretty much might as well be at this point, just so we can get Gary back on and be like, hey, man, how was hey, Total Divas? Speaking of, speaking of, they're playing the Raiders today. Oh, yeah. So that ought to be an interesting football game. I was, today was the day I predicted he was going to score four touchdowns in one game. <laughs> He's going to go Al Bundy on the Raiders. Paige and Alicia Fox are set to be added to the new season of Total Divas starting next year. F4W Online reports that WWE Divas champion AJ Lee is not being added to the cast because she's married to former WWE superstar CM Punk. The only main roster Divas who are not on the show now are AJ, Emma, Lana, Lillian Garcia, Eden, Renee Young, and Tamina Snuka. Thanks to the ruling that no diva on Total Divas can hold the championship, AJ is set to hold the title forever or until Total Divas ends, whichever happens first. Well, there's also one other thing. is that uh, there's no reason they won't necessarily put the title on somebody between seasons. No, that is also a possibility. Yeah, I suppose. Maybe that's what Steph meant when she said it's it's silly to think a Divas champion won't be on Total Divas. Uh, a total diva can't be a champion. She meant we'll put it on during the off season. I've got spoilers for Total Divas, so if you're watching Total Divas, you may want to tune out now. Total Divas synopsis for Sunday. In the season three finale, the Divas are in the midst of getting ready for their match at SummerSlam to be cut at the last minute. Also, Eva's wedding day causes chaos as Eva attempts to walk down the aisle and bursts in the fire. When Brie attacks John behind Nikki's back, this leads to explosive diarrhea. At the same time, Natty is caught in a downward spiral and the truth about her marriage is revealed. Fact! Jojo Jojo dies. (laughs) Well, she's not doing NXT announcing anymore. She could be dead. Yeah, Byron Saxton was on this week. (laughs) Uh, I thought it was Tony Chimmel for a while. (laughs) WWE may be doing a 10-person match at Survivor Series with Team Nikki versus Team Bree. (laughs) <laughs> T- team piss break. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Well, it was obvious that the U.S. soldier on Raw was a plant. It was made more obvious by the fact he was not wearing proper Army uniform. Day the Wrestling News reader Timothy Wren noted that the American flag was on the wrong sleeve, among other inconsistencies. Uh, his uniform wasn't correct, but that was by design, so he wouldn't be mistaken for a real soldier serving our country. Yeah, so eat it, Timothy Wren. <laughs> Whoever you are. <laughs> The raw rating has been estimated to be somewhere between 2.5 and 2.7. So, you know, 2.6. <laughs> While the WWE World Heavyweight Champion Brock Lesnar was not scheduled for either Survivor Series or TLC as of this past weekend, WWE officials are in talks regarding more TV dates for Lesnar to build up to his 2015 Royal Rumble match. As of this past weekend, the plan was for WWE World Heavyweight Champion Brock Lesnar to make his return on the December 8th Slammy's Raw and for his ma first match back to be at the Royal Rumble, uh, still against John Cena. We noted last night that this could be a potential spoiler for Cena versus Randy Orton at Hell in a Cell, which is now a number one contenders match. It's said that when Randy Orton is given something by WWE Creative that he doesn't feel is right for his character, he turns it down in a nicer way by telling them to go ask Triple H, which is now known to mean no. <laughs> I thought he says, go ask Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Awkward silence. <laughs> it shouldn't be. It's true, man. Come on. Bad News Barrett is said to be progressing very well and is expected to be back in the ring from a, a shoulder injury soon. The same was said about Ryback. Darren Young should also be back soon. Regarding Justin Roberts' WWE departure, a source close to the situation said that Roberts was willing to continue working for the company based on his old deal while they worked on coming to terms on a new deal. However, WWE did not want to go that route. Cutbacks. Trim, trim, trim. Despite Mick Foley's appearance on Raw this past Monday, he has yet to sign a new Legends deal, and it seems to have been rushed a, a rushed affair because the chance was there, like Dwayne's recent appearance. Yeah, up again. Cut, cut, cut. Trim, trim, trim. Network numbers on the 30th. <laughs> there are rumors that Randy Orton suffered an injury in the handicapped street fight main event of Monday's Raw from Kansas City. The rumor comes from a correspondent in attendance. Early in the match, Dean Ambrose shoved... Uh, Dean Ambrose dove onto the heels from the announce table. The fan noted that Orton later went uh, up to the WWE trainer at ringside and said, The ruptured disc in my back is fucked. Orton had trouble getting in and out of the ring after that spot with Ambrose. It's worth noting that Orton did not work SmackDown tapings, but the injury is not confirmed and should be taken as a rumor for right now. Was the correspondent in attendance named Timothy Run? <laughs> Just curious. I mean, throwing it out there. That's, uh... We'll see. I mean, the guy does work a lot. Ruptured disc out of nowhere. By the way, when Orton says, go ask Triple H, uh, more often than not, Hunter nixes it anyway, and Orton doesn't get any heat with the creative team. Because daddy's got his back. Uh-huh. Macho you man implying, penis. <laughs> are you implying that Randy Orton calls Triple H daddy? <laughs> sure. Oh, well, of course. Do you remember that segment? God damn it, I do. I wish I didn't. I didn't until you reminded me. <laughs> uh, Ambrose talked to Comcast about Sunday's pay-per-view and his match with Seth Rollins. If we're not in the main event, then somebody's making a mistake. They're going to regret it. 
Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins are leading the Hell in a Cell poll over which match fans are more excited to see by a whopping 73%. Incidentally, Rolling Stone branded Ambrose WWE's most unlikely anti-hero, and Seth Rollins believes they are the real main event. Let's see what the numbers are at right now. Still 73%. Nice. I just voted for it. And total votes, 29,909. Hey, there's three nines in there. I'm suspicious. <laughs> Chris Jericho on if he'll be wrestling at WrestleMania 30 word, uh, 31 in two words. Sorry, no. But that's hardly the first time he said something like that. By the way, anybody check out his book yet? His new book, Best in the World at What I Have No Idea? No, I haven't. It's on, it's on the birthday slash Christmas list, so. Yeah, I, I'm kind of wanting it too, but I don't want to spend 25 bucks on it, so. <laughs> Well, no, I, I, I would if 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 it didn't come out now, if it was like in like June or something, I would I would have it by now. But it, it's but it you know it's our birthday Christmas time, so got to make sure that's that was on the list. So I put that on the birthday list. Yeah. So well, I have not read it, but I do have a wonderful extract. If we have a minute, the Frank sure, Shamrock sure. one, or is it that other one? I was going to ask if anyone could remember you said with the McMahon thing. Silence. Yeah, I'm waiting for Mark to answer. Yeah, so was I. Yeah, sorry. What? <laughs> he was asking what the what the uh, excerpt you have there is. Yeah, oh, there's from there's the, his time in Cape Gerard, yeah, Cape Girardeau Drury in whatever. I don't know how to pronounce things. Okay, well, go ahead. Uh, I opened the door and walked out into the lobby, which had been transformed into the breakfast area. It was a packed house that morning and every table was occupied with people eating their Cheerios and pressed egg patties. Every one of them paused in mid-chew to take a glance at the crazy homeless man who had just walked, who had just staggered into the room. If there had been music playing, it would have stopped with a screech as the needle was dragged off the record. I made my way through the packed tables and a little boy, about ten years old, tugged his dad's shirt excitedly. Dad! Dad, that's Chris Jericho! He's the WWE Champion! I grabbed a bagel off the counter and stared at him with crimson eyes. Yes, I am, kid. Yes, I am. I said, and walked the fuck out of the Cape Girardeau jury in forever. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds interesting. I'm actually looking forward to it. I just finished reading uh, the, his second book not too long ago. So I'm really yeah, looking forward to reading this. He's got some stories about Vince McMahon wanting to fight guys and that. Uh, I've heard those stories that he got, apparently tried to get in a fight with Kingston on a plane or something. Yeah, and he thought he could take out Frank Shamrock. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, if you if you read Bret Hart's book, he's got plenty of stories about Vince. Vince. Is crazy. Yeah, and this is this is in the eighties. This is not like nineteen ninety five. <laughs> this is the eighties when they were all coked out and the party days, and Vince was you know think he was better than the wrestlers and you know you know like i said there there are some stories with vince so i don't be not believe any the stories that vince wants to fight any of the, the fighting stories that vince has yeah i just heard about the kofi kingston one but i i have certainly heard stories in the past about uh, vince trying to fight guys Uh, a replay of SmackDown in the UK indicated the WWE Network will launch there on November 1st. 
In their letter to the Canadian Radio, Television, and Telecommunications Commission, Rogers Communication, distributed over WWE Network in Canada, noted that they received nearly 300 responses to their WWE Network application last month, and only four of those 300 were opposed. They noted that the network distributed in Canada will co- be will consist of the same content available on the U.S. version. The online service will feature the same content as available in the OTT version of the WWE Network, over-the-top OTT um, network uh, offered in the U.S. and elsewhere, and will complement Rogers' BDU offering. Presumably, the service would be offered in a similar manner by other Canadian BDUs that decide to carry the service in the future. And nobody's picked it up yet. Yeah. Still just Rogers. Yep. But that's okay. Uh, wrestling. Yeah, watch wrestling.ch. <laughs> WWE stock is off almost 7% because Nathaniel August, who founded hedge fund Mangrove Partners, uh, told CNBC that WWE would have to double its subscriber number to justify. Uh, the subscriber number to the network to justify uh, its valuation. With former WWE, uh, excuse me, former NWA champion Adam Pearce making his third visit as a guest trainer at the WWE Performance Center this week, there's a lot of speculation among the wrestlers that he is there to interview for a job. Pearce may end up replacing Nick Eugene Dinsmore, who was released several weeks back. WWE brought in a number of indie talents for a week-long tryout at the Performance Center this week. Top indie star Yuha Nation is the biggest name at those tryouts. WWE held a similar tryout with women's wrestlers a few weeks back, and Veda Scott, among others, participated. The dark match before Tuesday's WWE main event in Wichita, Kansas, saw Sami Zayn defeat Titus O'Neil. Zayn was over big and got some Olay chance. The dark match in between Tuesday's main event and SmackDown taping saw NXT champion Adrian Neville defeat Heath Slater. Neville hit an impressive red arrow and also got a big pop. Variety reports that John Cena will be teaming with Left Field Pictures, producers of Pawn Stars, to develop TV series that mostly focuses on unknown individuals from all walks of life, each with a compelling story to tell. Cena told Variety, For someone like me that's surrounded by so many interesting characters, you know when you brush up against someone who can hold a room. There are so many people out there who can hold someone's attention. Cena could end up on screens uh, somehow, but Cena being on TV is not a requirement to get a new series launched. As part of a a developmental deal, Cena and Leftfield already have several ideas in the works, but will not be revealing the concepts yet. Any series series Cena creates with Leftfield will be produced independently outside of WWE's uh, Cena's WWE contract, but WWE has an option to participate in projects if it helps any of the concepts. Cena is also set to be in a couple of films next year. He's appearing in The Nest and the appropriately titled Trainwreck in 2015. He's also starring in a comedy called Company Man. Also appropriately titled, I guess, right? Roman Reigns is in a new commercial for this year's Survivor Series pay-per-view, but that was produced in advance. There's no guarantee he'll be back from his incarcerated hernia surgery in time for the show. And actually, it's not bloody likely. Former WWE announcer Hugo Savinovich, who works behind the scenes for Triple H, AAA, recently told KGB Wrestling that Rey Mysterio is done with WWE and will return to AAA uh, once his deal expires. WWE wants Rey back on TV, but he obviously does not want to come back. WWE will be able to extend his contract like they did before. 
So I basically can say, ha ha, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Yep. Uh, RF Video announced that they will be releasing a new shoot interview from WWE former WWE star Alberto Del Rio soon. Produced by Cody Barbari. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Hello, everybody. You have to turn that on if you want to talk. <laughs> there you go. Hello. Oh, it's still not working. That one might not be plugged in. Try that one. Yeah, there you go. Take the George microphone. Hello, everybody. That's uh, that's Mrs. Think So Joe is here on the show. <laughs> Decided to sit Sorry in. Sorry in advance. I, I forgot there was a wrestling pay-per-view tonight, is there? There is a wrestling pay-per-view tonight, so I will put that on before I leave for work. I uninvited my friends over to watch a movie because of it. Okay. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Unless they want to come and watch wrestling. Well, yeah. Uh, Maria Canellis got a WWE talent scholarship, but WWE's article doesn't mention that she now works for ROH. Though I believe it does mention that she married Michael Elgin. Michael Elgin actually posted a letter from Ring of Honor on Facebook that things will get actually, messy. No, Maria Ke- Maria, Maria Canales is, is Michael married to Michael Bennett, not Michael Elgin. Oh, get it straight, you're, Joe. You're, I I don't watch Ring of Honor. <laughs> I can't I see anything. Almost, I haven't watched it in almost a year, and I still know that. Yeah, well, I I couldn't see anything, so I don't. Know. Besides, Michael Elgin's the subject of the next article. He actually posted a letter from Ring of Honor on Facebook that things will, quote, get messy if he doesn't go to their next event. At what point does this stop being a work? It's getting hard to call. It says, hey, we already have the flight a flight bought, which you should have gotten already. No room to eat the costs. It will all be fine, and you can come back and get to back to normal. There's really no choice, because if you are not in Florida, it will get messy, and we don't want that. We want to finish this out, and then we can see what to do next. In Florida, we will do a match and an interview. In the interview, you need to apologize and be sure to reference Kalamazoo by name since it is a TV market. Do not mention the visa situation. Just say that you have had personal issues that kept you away. Reference the world title and say you respect Jay Briscoe. It doesn't need to be long, but we need to make sure that you talk about your remorse for missing events, etc. Um, let's just do this the easy way and get through the taping starting fresh. You have been great here for the last couple of years and it is in all of our best interests to keep it going like it was before. I don't want to see you make another mistake, so it's best for uh, it's best to listen to us in this regard. That doesn't sound like something written by like, you know, professional people at Ring of Honor. It sounds like Michael Elgin's like, "Hey, here's an idea. I'm going to write this letter and I'm going to say you guys wrote it." <laughs> I don't know how many professional people run Ring of Honor. That's true. <laughs> Yeah. There's there's some interesting stories about uh, particular people who've worked over there. Cole Cabana comes to mind. Jim Cornette comes to mind. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Anything uh, at work here? Christian. Well, Go ahead. Well, we, we talked about last week when he quit publicly on Twitter. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting. It's worth keeping your eye on. They do have a paper coming out on the 7th. I got to cut you. We got Robo OG again. Now it's Ring of Honor listening and disrupting things. (laughs) They traded their last light bulb for that. (sighs) You know, we talk about dark matches all the time, but that's all we get on Ring of Honor. That's pretty good. <laughs> Christian is joining Edge on Sci-Fi's Haven. 
about his character. McHugh is one of Dwight's, uh, which is Edge's character, oldest and closest friends. McHugh is smart with ice water for blood, hammers for fist, and a dogged sense of loyalty. McHugh and Dwight served as army rangers together as well as members of the guard. Interesting. Still Robo G. -G. (laughs) Can't understand you. It's so bad. I just caught the word blue dot. (laughs) Blue dot. The latest from a Spike TV source about TNA's TV status is, quote, nothing new to report. Uh, We lost G completely now. (laughs) Problem with the call, I guess. I don't know. Something on his end, I would imagine. I don't know what. Eric Bischoff's TNA contract, or perhaps the Bischoff-Hervey Entertainment contract, is in limbo right now, but uh, Bischoff is legally bound from saying anything until it expires, as he indicated in a recent interview with Steve Austin. There was still one? There still was one? Uh, apparently so, I guess. <laughs> it's new to me. And... Last bit of news here is Robbie E. and Brooke Tessmacher are still in the amazing race, finishing fifth last night out of of eight teams. Anybody been watching that show at all? Probably not. Didn't think so. Didn't think so. Didn't seem like a show that any of us will actually watch. (sighs) G ever come back? Nope, we lost G. (laughs) Let's see if I got any new wrestling news before we go, and because uh, that's usually what G does. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely our internet connection today, uh, dude. There he is. Yeah, yeah whenever I try to connect. Story about the elimination chamber disappearing. Yeah, yeah. I, that was what I was trying to tell you before the break. Right, I can I can hear you fine now. So go for it's, it. Yeah, you're cl- you're clear. It's the internet connection thing, dude. Like, when I try to connect, it takes forever to connect to you. I have no problem connecting to JT, and it says Mark's not even in the call. But he's here. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, the, the elimination team is gone. Uh, Matt Glenn, the Matt's fan uh, guy on Twitter or on Reddit was right, and Meltzer confirmed it. It's going to be called Fastlane. Yeah, it's, so, that's what I've heard. Got leaked What's yesterday. Let's see what else. we got a couple of... Uh, I have a few other uh, articles here that we can read. Uh, just give me one second to pull them up. And uh, Let's see. Uh, we're, we're able to confirm through F4W Online, WWE is looking at using the new name of WWE Fastlane in place of Elimination Chamber for February uh, 22nd, 2015 in Memphis, Tennessee. Although the date and location could change, uh, they also report that the Chamber pay-per-view will be retained, but possibly pushed back to June instead of during WrestleMania season when PW, well, PW Insider notes it could be used as the event to build toward a title shot uh, at SummerSlam, which might suggest... That would be good. Yeah, it might suggest it being held in July. I mean, I, I like the chamber, but it does seem out of place to have the Royal Rumble and then something big like a chamber. Which uh, my understanding is like they want to make it so that the Royal Rumble is like super important. Yes. It, it, so it's not just, okay, you're going to main event WrestleMania. It's you're going to be the next, you know, contender for the WWE Championship, which completely defeats the purpose if you're having one 
a number one contenders match inside of an elimination chamber, or two, a, uh, a title match inside of the elimination chamber, because the guy who wins the Royal Rumble should be facing the guy who is WWE champion. Next, yeah, I can get behind this decision. Should be the next person to face the WWE champion. There shouldn't be five other guys that get a shot before the Royal Rumble winner. So that's understandable, and I, I would be, I'd be cool with them moving it to like July. That would work for me. Yeah, sounds good. So you have the Money in the Bank match, as well as the Chamber in July. You would have, a, I think they would be, you know, one would be in June, one would be in July, right? Because the Money in the Bank doesn't make you, it, it gives you the WWE title shot, but it doesn't make you number one contender. If that makes sense, because you're you're getting the title shot whenever you want it, but you're not the number one contender. There's still going to be a number one contender, and if that comes out of Elimination Chamber going into SummerSlam, that's cool. And then the Money in the Bank guy can just cash in at SummerSlam if he wants or or whatever. I don't know. Uh, WWE's Rivalries series premieres on the WWE Network following Monday's Raw. The first episode will focus on the rivalry between Vince McMahon and Steve Austin. And Chris Jericho will be the Monday Night War episode. Okay, cool. Uh, Leonard Holness, better known in the wrestling world as Lenny Hurst, has reportedly passed away at age 80 after a short illness. According to the British, reunion res- uh, British Wrestling Reunion Group, Hurst started in the late 1960s and frequently worked for World of Sport in England up until the 1980s. In addition, he worked for the WWWF during the 1970s, including matches at Madison Square Garden. Uh, he had a strong resemblance to Haku and was often mistaken for him. Uh, Jim Ross confirmed on his Twitter page that it is indeed true that WWE do not allow talent onto his podcast, but do allow them to go on to Steve Austin and Chris Jericho's show. Um, and That's the, interesting. Yeah, tw- uh, well, I wonder what their thought about Rey Mysterio uh, appearing on MLW last Sunday. Yeah. Well, uh, somebody tweeted to JR. They said, I read somewhere the current WWE superstars aren't allowed to be on your podcast, but can be on Chris and Steve's. Is this true or hogwash? JR says... Uh, he says yes. <laughs> and uh, this is the latest on Hell in a Cell tonight. Uh, the report is that WWE have still not decided on whether Randy Orton versus John Cena or Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins will main event tonight's Hell in a Cell, Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. WWE officials are expected to make that decision by this afternoon. At least you would hope they would. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anybody else have anything to add? Nope. nope. 29th of October. 29th of October? Mm-hmm. What's the 29th of October? New wrestling program debut. Ah. Lucha Underground. Oh, yes. That's right. That's right. Looking forward to that one. I wonder if Ray Mysterio shows up. I doubt he'd be on the premiere, but <laughs> he has been—he's uh, been at some of the tapings backstage. Oh, interesting! But of course, if they want to screw over to AAA, they'll just hold on to him. Yeah, is what it is. But that's just the way it's going to go for uh, that promotion for a little while. They got their ADR thing sorted out. Yeah. 
So uh, we will be seeing him apparently later. But uh, you guys, any of you guys have Elleria? I know I don't. I'm going to be online I, for that show. I believe I do. And that's that's just a few days from now. So I got to remember that that's, uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm actually going to go set my DVR right after I get done with everything I got to do here. Now, I should remind you of one thing we talked about in the news, I want to say a couple months back when they started doing the taping. The first few episodes were criticized for being very WWE style, and then later they shifted more into a Lucha style. So your first impressions of it will be definitely interesting, but keep that in mind. Certainly. I'm looking forward to it either way, because John Morrison... (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, John Morrison and Ricochet apparently just tear it up in the beginning of the shows. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a huge fan of John Morrison, and WWE did their uh, countdown a couple of weeks ago, um, and and they had uh, it was like the best high flyers or something, and they showed John Morrison. I'm like, you know, I really miss this guy. He's really like super talented, really, you know, and, and you know, you and I, G, we're we're fans of the flippy floppy guys. Yeah, I so, love them too. I mean. I seriously mean it when I say I miss Matt Seidel. I miss Evan Bond. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm really looking forward to just seeing him on the program. Uh, just because I'm a huge fan and I haven't seen him in a while. And it'd be nice to see what you know what he's up to now. I think he kept on doing the parkour and stuff. So he's still quite oh, flippy floppy. I bet, he, I bet he did. All right. Well, in that case... I am at Think So Joe. Mark is at Mark underscore noise. JT at Random Redhead G at G of the Internet. We are at that's Board Wrestling Fan without vowels. Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. Of course, Board Wrestling Fan.com. Check this podcast out every week live at 2 p.m. Eastern on BWFRadio.com or download the podcast afterward at Board Wrestling Fan.com, iTunes, Stitcher, CheapHeat.com, and soon DailyWrestlingNews.com. Everybody check their candy Friday night. Yes. You don't want to get the Ebola. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Yeah. Yeah. Timothy Wren dies on The Walking Dead tonight. Go. Damn it. <laughs>